This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever on this Tuesday, Greeny with you from the South Street Seaport for the first time in 173 days. Presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests all day long today and every day on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. A million things to get to. But I will start with just a word of gratitude. Honestly, it's difficult for me to put into words what it was like to walk into this building today. The last time I did my show from here was March 18th. I spent 172 days in Bristol, which was a wonderful experience for me. It's a place that I worked for 21 years. And I loved being back there. And I am so proud of what we did as a show on TV in the mornings. Get up. But to walk back into this place, which has become sort of a second home to me, and to see a lot of people who are actually sitting in this room with me right now that I hadn't seen in months, and who there were moments there that I think we all wondered and worried we may not see again, to be back here with this view and everything else was a good feeling. And um, I enjoyed this morning's show about as much as I've ever enjoyed doing anything on the air, and I'm looking forward to this like crazy right now. So just a word of gratitude in what has been the craziest year for all of us. Um, you have to really celebrate the wonderful moments. And for me, being back here today was wonderful. So we get into the, the, the biggest story in the world of sports, and that, of course, is the ankle of Giannis Antetokounmpo and whether or not it will allow him to play tonight and whether or not that will even make any difference. His team just isn't as good as the team it's playing. Miami is going to knock out Milwaukee probably tonight, whether Giannis plays or not. Now, obviously... Any hope the Bucks have rests on Giannis coming back and by some miracle being really close to his best. And we'll get an update from Mark Spears down there in the bubble a little later. We talked to Malika earlier today. I, I don't think the expectation is that he's going to play. And even if he does, I don't think the expectation is that he can possibly play well. And as I just told you, I think that their season comes to an end tonight, whether he plays or not. And so I already know what tomorrow is going to be. I already know what tomorrow is going to be on Get Up and First Take and this radio show and every radio sports talk show in America. What should Giannis do next? Well, I'll give you my first of two pieces of unsolicited advice today. He doesn't need advice from me, but I'm going to give it to him. He should stay right where he is. Giannis should stay in Milwaukee. The NBA is better with Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee. A chain link fence is only as strong as its weakest link. And in the end, the NBA is better when Giannis is in Milwaukee and John Morant is in Memphis and Zion is in New Orleans. And then all they're not all just flooding to go to the Lakers and to go to the Clippers now that they've become sexy in these destination markets, New York and Chicago, not that anyone ever goes to the Knicks, but to Brooklyn or wherever it is that all these stars are going. If you're going to do that, then why is there a team in Milwaukee? The Milwaukee Bucks, first off, have a proud and outstanding history in basketball. And Milwaukee happens to be a terrific city. I have a wonderful and very close personal affinity for the city of Milwaukee. When I first got to Northwestern in, in the mid-'80s, that was right when Michael Jordan had just gotten to Chicago. 
You couldn't get a ticket to a Bulls game if your life depended on it. And that was at a time when not all NBA teams sold out most of their games. In fact, almost none of them sold out any of them. But in Chicago, they were selling tickets like crazy because Michael Jordan had become the superstar of all superstars. He was in his second season when I got there. But what I quickly discovered living in Evanston, Illinois, which is where Northwestern is, and it's a suburb just north of Chicago, is that it was an hour and 15 minutes to Milwaukee. So my friends and I would go, we would buy tickets and we'd drive up to Milwaukee and go to games there all the time. We would see the Knicks there. I was a Knicks fan, so I, I, whenever the Knicks came to town, we would go. And we'd go to other games just because it was fun to go and you could get a ticket. And it was easy. And I loved it. And there was a German restaurant called Karl Roches we would eat in all the time. And we would go to the games. And it was terrific. And the world is a better place. The NBA is a better place when the Milwaukee Bucks have a great player. Every now and again, they should. It shouldn't just be the Lakers and Celtics who get to have them. Again, if so, why is there a team there? Just stop having a team in Milwaukee. The NFL was built on Peyton Manning being in Indianapolis and Brett Favre being in Green Bay and all these great players being in comparatively smaller markets and that not being a problem. It's good for the NBA. I hope Giannis stays. Whatever else happens, let him recruit someone to come play with him. Let them find a way to win. They can do it. I hope he stays. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy online at Progressive.com. That said, my other thought on the NBA is that the Lakers and the Clippers are going to decide the championship and that's it. it maybe that illustrates the point I was just making. But you've got the Clippers last night with Kawhi Leonard with the one finger, the middle finger salute both literally and figuratively to the Denver Nuggets blocking a shot with his middle finger to preserve a win. Clippers are up 2-1 on Denver. They're going to win that series. The Lakers play Houston tonight. They're going to win that series. And whichever of them comes out of the Western Conference Final is going to win the championship. So it will come down to LeBron on one side, who's unbelievable, and Kawhi on the other, who is equally unbelievable. And the Clippers are deeper, but I have more faith in Anthony Davis right now than I do Paul George. And one of those two teams will win the championship. And we'll see what happens. That game tonight, actually, LeBron and the Lakers taking on the Rockets, presented by Indeed, is right here on ESPN Radio. Coverage starts 8.30 Eastern, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. So that's your basketball story in a nutshell, and we'll do more on that as we go. But the NFL season kicks off Thursday night. Again, I feel like I need to keep reminding you that because the rhythm is so off. We're so accustomed to a preseason. There's a whole rhythm uh, particularly big fans, you like to go to training camp. You like to go see the players practice. We haven't even done that yet. Feels like it hasn't started. Well, we're not doing it. It has all, not only has it started, it has finished. It never was. And the preseason didn't exist. And Thursday night, the Chiefs and the Texans, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, maybe the two best, well, two of the three best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Primetime, center stage, huge game. I can't remember a year that I looked forward to it more. I always look forward to football. I've been a professional sportscaster for a really long time, and I always joke, I work seven months a year in the other five months of the football season. But this year, it obviously means something different and something more. We've looked forward to it like crazy. I can't wait for it to start. And there are a ton of great stories. But to me, the two most compelling storylines in the NFL as the season begins are intertwined. They are Tom Brady in Tampa, and the Patriots without him, particularly with Cam Newton. I think Brady and the Bucks are going to be great. They play at New Orleans Sunday. I wouldn't put it past them to win that game. 
But even if they don't, I believe they will win the division. I picked that division on Get Up this morning. I have the Bucks winning the NFC South. And I think Brady and the Bucks are going to be outstanding. Tom Brady has never, let me say that again, has never had more weapons on offense than he has right now. Randy Moss is the best player he's ever had on offense. And Rob Gronkowski is next. But you look at the collection, particularly now that they've added Leonard Fournette, their running back room, I don't know how they, I don't know how they all fit in one room. They have so many good runners. And Evans and Godwin and a bunch of tight ends, including Gronk. And sneaky good on defense, I'm, and, and not even good, sneaky great on defense. The Bucs are going to be great. I think the Patriots are going to be good too. Cam Newton talking up a storm. Match made in heaven, him and Bill. I, I bounced that off Greg McElroy on Get Up this morning. Greg, a little skeptical about all of the positive talk coming out of Foxborough. Bubba, let's hear that. I think when you talk a little bit too much, it's almost as if you're trying to convince yourself of something. So I'm going to go into Sunday's matchup with a little bit of skepticism and, and hoping for the best for both the Patriots and for Cam. I think that's fair. It has almost been too effusive, the love fest between Belichick and Cam. But I will say this. Belichick in an interview, excuse me, Cam in an interview that he did um, on a Boston radio station. It might have been on W. Oh, it is on WEEI. Thank you. On EEI said he genuinely doesn't feel any pressure replacing Brady. As much respect as he has for Tom. And you know what? I believe him. And he is the only human being alive that could say that and I'd believe it. Because he has his own thing. He has his own legacy. No one's going to go in there and be Brady no matter what. You put Jared Stidham out there, there'd be an unimaginable pressure on him. Cam, there's just normal pressure. There's the same pressure on him, I think, that there would be on any team because he's playing for another contract. So that's pressure if he wants to get another deal. But I genuinely believe the pressure of being the guy stepping into the shoes of Tom Brady impacts him less than it would practically anyone else, if not anyone else. So I think they're going to be really good. And they play Miami at home in Foxborough Sunday. I'm really looking forward to seeing that game and seeing what that offense looks like. I think they're going to be really good. Chiefs will be the class of the sport. We'll talk about that. Big decisions being made around the league as the season kicks off in 48 hours. We'll talk about that. I have a million things to get to, but coming up next, I will tell you about a quarterback decision that everyone hated, even though it was exactly right. I will do that next after this word from Straight Talk Wireless, which has the full court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Back in a moment from New York this morning. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Having a lot of fun. And back in New York this morning, I'm Greeny. We are on ESPN Radio and live on your TV on ESPN News, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests like Mark Spears from down in the bubble with the update on Giannis off the top of the next hour. He'll be on the Shell Pins Performance Line. But right now it is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Every once in a while, a coach can make exactly the right decision and have everyone hate it. And that is what Matt Nagy made. The head coach of the Chicago Bears made exactly the right decision in announcing that Mitchell Trubisky will be Chicago's starting quarterback this weekend against Detroit, not Nick Foles. One of the reasons everyone hated it is because he announced it all wrong. I'm going to play you what he said when he announced that Mitchell Trubisky was going to be the starter, and I want you to pay especially close attention to the last words he uses in this soundbite, which I think are completely the wrong way to frame this decision. Here's Matt Nagy. You have an opportunity here to have a a really, really cool story. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But you have somebody that's been through a lot, had some highs and has had a lot of lows, and he's worked his tail off to now win this job and have an opportunity to prove a lot of people right. Don't say that. Don't say prove people right. He has a chance to prove a lot of people wrong. He has a lot of critics. That's who you're addressing. Don't tell the world I'm doing this because we traded up to take him and we took him in front of those other two guys you may have heard of and we look bad for doing it. And by the way, the we is not me because Nagy wasn't even there. But the GM Ryan Pace is still there. So don't say that Mitchell Trubisky is playing to try and prove them right. He's trying to prove other people wrong. By announcing that we're doing this because we're trying to prove other people right, you're basically telling the world what it doesn't want to hear. I'm starting this guy because we traded up to take him number two overall, which is exactly the wrong reason to do anything. There's a sunken cost in all of that. You've done it. You can't undo it. Time will never be turned back to that draft. You will never take Deshaun Watson. You will never take Patrick Mahomes. And you will never not have taken Mitchell Trubisky number two. Once that decision has been made, it must be the player must be viewed in the same light as everybody else. What's best for the team? So to be making this decision and to, and to be saying I'm making it because we're going to try and prove people right is completely the wrong way to do it and the wrong way to think about it. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Now, the reality of it is the actual reason he's doing it or the reason it's the right thing to do is because it is the decision that can be unmade. When you're choosing between two options and you obviously don't love either one, and one decision can be unmade and the other can't, you always take the one that can be unmade. If you start Nick Foles right now, that's it. It's done. You might as well just cut Mitchell Trubisky. Everything we've seen about him, everything we know about him, and everything about the circumstances suggest he will not handle that well. If you if you start Foles, then Trubisky's done. You, are, you have cut cords, you've cut ties, you have ended that era. And I don't blame them for not being willing to do it. Give it every shot it can. Because you obviously saw something in him that you love. And we've all seen flashes. He can run. They're winning in Buffalo with a little bit of that with Josh Allen. So I get it. I would try it too. I would make the same decision. 
Foles is the decision that you cannot unmake. Trubisky is the decision you can. If he starts and it's bad, then four or five weeks in, you pull the plug. It's over. The Trubisky era then, you genuinely have given it every conceivable chance, and you go to Foles. And we already know he can do that. No one practically ever has done it better than he did. How many backup quarterbacks have won Super Bowls? Jeff Hostetler? There's very few. So, Foles, this was the right decision. I just didn't like the way he announced it at all. Because that's not what you want to tell people. You want to tell people, I'm excited about seeing what this guy can do. Not that we have a chance to write a great story here. This isn't a story. It's a quarterback. See what happens. You can check out ESPN Audio at home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at home is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van. Find out how for an extra mile really goes. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz vans are ready for anything. Again, I didn't put on my glasses. I misread the words. That's my fault, 100%. My apologies to everybody. And again, I'll tell you, you can drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. The other quarterback decision I don't understand is one that's a little more nuanced, and it's in Miami. They've chosen Ryan Fitzpatrick to be their starter. To me, that is not a surprise. They've made Tua Tungo-Vailoa their backup. That is a surprise to me. Because it feels to me like with Tua, you want to have total control of when it is he plays. And by releasing Josh Rosen, as they did on Friday, they didn't trade him. They didn't get anything for him. They just sent him packing. No matter how bad you may think he is, at least he's a human being who's been there and could come in and play if Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt. Now you've left yourself in a situation where you've basically said, I don't want to play Tua. That's why I'm playing Fitzpatrick. But if Fitzpatrick sprains his ankle in the second quarter, Sunday against New England, the Tua era begins. I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense. Half the NFL is keeping a third quarterback this year. I haven't actually gone over each team. But many teams are keeping a third quarterback, if, no, if nothing else, because of the coronavirus. So to allow the circumstances to determine when Tua first goes out there, when it was this easily avoidable, strikes me as a mistake. I don't get it. Either Tua's ready or he's not. I have zero issue with him not being ready. Last time he played, he suffered a terrible injury. He's had no preseason. He's had nothing. I have no issue with them deciding, you know what, he's not going to play for a while. That actually feels like the right thing to do to me. The wrong thing to do, it seems to me, is Fitzpatrick, Jeff Saturday mentioned it on TV this morning, Fitzpatrick bangs his thumb on somebody's helmet in the second quarter in Foxborough on, on, on Sunday and out comes Tua. I don't get it. That, that, that strikes me. If that happens, that's a self-inflicted wound, I think. He wasn't ready to play, but he's ready to play if he has to play. That doesn't feel like the way to do this. All right, we have a lot more here uh, that we will get to. Again, football season's on the way. I'm going to be taking some phone calls with your questions a little bit later in this hour. But up next, the most 2020 story you will hear, no matter what else happens. The most 2020 sports story of the year is coming up next. Greeny, the podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny back with you on ESPN Radio, and we're on TV on ESPN News. We'll go down to the NBA bubble in a half hour and get the latest on Giannis's ankle. As the Bucks play, as Christine just mentioned, a winner, not winner take all, but a, a game with their season on the line tonight against Miami. Anyway, the most 2020 NFL story imaginable came out over this weekend, and it was written by Adam Schefter. And I'm just going to read it to you because... I, I just, I love it, and I find it the most perfect sign of the time story you could ever imagine. The Philadelphia Eagles are signing veteran quarterback Josh McCown to their practice squad. Josh, last year before he signed in Philly, actually worked with us. He came to ESPN and did a bunch of shows with me and my staff, my crew here, and get up in the studio in which I'm sitting right now. He's probably sitting in the seat that I'm sitting in right now. This is where he sat at the desk. But then he went and signed with Philly, as you saw, and he wound up having to play in the playoff game when Wentz got hurt. Anyway, the Eagles now make him the oldest practice squad player in NFL history. He's 41, but here's the story. He is being signed as insurance in the event that one of Philadelphia's quarterbacks tests positive for the coronavirus. As a result, McCown will not be with the team. He will be in Texas throughout the season, staying in shape and going through virtual meetings. He'll make $12,000 a week. So he is signed by the team. This is the point I was making a moment ago, by the way, with regard to the Dolphins and Josh Rosen. The the Eagles have a guy who's living in Texas, going to meetings on Zoom like he's, you know, an accountant for someone right now whose office is closed. And and then when need be, if, if someone gets the coronavirus, he flies to Philly and he is as close to being ready to play as you can be under the circumstances. He's 41, and he's on the practice squad. He's played for practically every team in the sport. Nothing says 2020 in the National Football League quite like that does. Again, the Giannis update is coming. One more thing from the NBA that I wanted to mention. Did you see the story? Mike Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, he was very upset last week, and I really felt for him because the NBA got one wrong. And what I like about them more than, well, as much as anything, is more than any other league. When they get something wrong, they admit it and they do something about it. So with all these people down there in the bubble and everyone is making the best they can of it, they've now, as you've seen, allowed players, families, and, and those um, you know, other people to come down there and be with the players who were there because they've been there a long time. Wives and girlfriends and children and all of that. But they didn't allow that for coaches. And Mike Malone was really upset about it. He said something about it and then he moved on. 
And of course, the NBA realized, yeah, that was a mistake. That's wrong. It's completely unfair to allow the players to have someone come down and keep them company, keep them sane through whatever insanity they're living in down there. And so they changed it. And so now the coaches can have their families. Good. Good for them. It was a mistake, but it wasn't, I don't think it was malicious. In life, admitting a mistake is a good thing, not a bad thing. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. You know what? We made a decision. We thought it was the right one at the time. Turns out it was a mistake. We're changing our mind. Bring the coaches' families down. Good for them. It was the right thing to do. I'm glad they did it. My favorite story of the sports weekend involved Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun Watson is a personal favorite of mine for a number of reasons. One of them is that I begged and pleaded for the Jets to draft him when he was coming out several years ago. Of course, they didn't. They took Jamal Adams, who's now in Seattle. But more to the point, he then, after a really good rookie year, came here to New York and he sat in our studio and he, he did get up with us. And I got to spend a little time around him. And I'm telling you right now, you will not meet a nicer young man no matter how hard you try. Deshaun Watson is someone you, you, you spend 10 consecutive minutes with, you will root for him for life. Just a terrific person. And so when he signed the huge contract this weekend, he now has, I think, the best contract in the NFL. It's the second biggest. Of course, Patrick Mahomes' contract it could be worth up to half a billion dollars. But Deshaun Watson is getting far greater percentage of the money over just four years. He'll get another bite of the apple. If he continues to play well and stays healthy, he'll wind up making much more money than Mahomes does. Of course, they'll both make so much money that it probably stops mattering. But one way or another, Deshaun Watson got this huge contract. And I was really happy for him, not just because he's a terrific player and he deserves it, and not just because he's a nice guy. But are you aware of the circumstances of his life? You probably saw this when he was at Clemson, right before they played the national championship game against Alabama. You probably saw a famous picture of his family and the NFL star Warwick Dunn. Warwick Dunn was a terrific running back, primarily for the Buccaneers a generation ago. Warwick Dunn started a wonderful charity, wonderful, based upon his life experience, in which he oversaw the building of houses for families in need, literally moving families that did not have homes into houses. And he did it and does it extraordinarily well because it's a labor of love and it's a wonderful endeavor. And the famous picture that you've probably seen by now is there's a family moving proudly and, and happily into a home with Warwick Dunn standing there, football star, and one of the children in the family is Deshaun Watson. And so that's how Deshaun Watson grew up. He grew up in a house that was provided by the goodness of the heart of Warwick Dunn, among other things. And now Deshaun Watson has a contract that's worth well over $100 million dollars. So when you talk about the expression paying it forward, imagine the good he's going to do with that. It's a wonderful story about the world. Warwick Dunn had circumstances, experiences in his childhood that made him want to do this for other people. He made a bunch of money playing football and he did it. And one of the people whose lives he touched, whose life he changed, who knows, his life maybe he saved. I don't know that. But one of them turns out to be another famous football player, even more famous, who will make infinitely more money than Warwick Dunn will have ever made. 
And so think of Deshaun Watson and all the good you know he will do with that. It's up to him what he decides to do with it. He's already done plenty. But he'll do much more. And maybe one of the kids that he winds up saving will wind up making a billion dollars someday. And think of all the good that will come from it. That's a beautiful story. It made me feel so good when I read about that. So good for you, Deshaun. Congratulations. And good for you, Warwick Dunn. Good on you. You're making the world a better place. We need to pay attention when people do that. We pay so much attention when people make the world a worse place. There are a lot of people making the world a worse place every day. And there's no shortage of coverage. And that's fine. But on this day, I wanted to make sure we mentioned Warwick Dunn and Deshaun Watson. And whatever good will come from that eventually. So good for them. Good for them both. And all the good that's going to come from it. Okay, right now I'm going to throw open the phones. My phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. Here's what I want to do. We had an idea for a segment on TV that I think will actually work really well here. And it's called Don't Think, Just Answer. So what I want you to do is ask me questions. 888-SAY-ESPN. Nuno will screen the calls and we'll get a whole bunch of you here who have a football question. And I, I just want to hear your quick question, whatever it is. Who's the best this? Who's going to win this? Who's going to lose this? Which coach is this? Whatever it is you want to ask. And we're going to go through as many of them as we can. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time thinking. I'm just going to give you the first answer that jumps into my head. So 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number to call. We will take your calls next. I am Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's a problem of motivation, all right? Motivation Monday. We will do our Motivation Monday on this Tuesday because we weren't here yesterday. It's brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. It's road trip season. Get ready with 5-Hour Energy, and we are ready for Eric Thomas. Take it away. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, E.T. Now, now look, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm, I'm not going to debate you. You are absolutely right. <laughs> yep, yep. This is the worst year of your life. I, hey, facts. E, this is the most devastating year in America's history. Probably so. E, don't you know I've lost more this year than I've lost in my entire life? Probably the truth. But do me a favor. Remember, there are two sides to every story. Stop focusing on the mountain, how tall the mountain is, how steep the mountain is. Can you for one second stop focusing on the mountain? Look, look, don't look at the mountain. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Yes, this has been a tough year, but you're tougher. Look in the mirror. Look, look, you got what it takes to climb that mountain. You have what it takes to move that mountain. You're strong enough, right? You're, you're talented enough. You're gifted enough. You're brilliant enough. You can get through it. Look, others have jumped over the mountain. Mm-hmm, you heard what I said. Others have run through the mountain. Yep, and others have gone around the mountain. You have what it takes. Now, here's what I need you to do. I need you to believe in you more than you fear that mountain. You heard what I said. 
I need you to believe in your ability to get through this. I need you to believe in you more than you fear that mountain. I need you to believe you can climb it. I need you to believe you can get to the top of it. Listen to me. What I'm saying to you is stop betting on the mountain and start betting on you. Stop betting on the mountain and bet on you. Stop believing so much in that mountain and start believing in you. Hey, it's your boy E.T. Remember, at the end of pain is success. But only for those who are willing to go to the mountain, stare the mountain down, climb the mountain, and get to and on the other side of the mountain. Small steps, great distances. Now you know. Let's go. I love that man. I, I love Eric Thomas. You can follow him and you should. At Eric Thomas BTC, I think his message is just fabulous and never felt more right than it does right now. Our Monday motivation on a Tuesday. I hope everyone gets something out of that. Meanwhile, my phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. The NFL season kicks off in a little over 48 hours. I'm going to take your questions right now. I'll give you the first answer that pops into my mind. This is called What's on Your Mind? And Levi, you're up first. Levi, what's on your mind? Yeah, I was just wondering if uh, the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs this year. Not only are they going to make the playoffs, they're going to win the NFC West. I believe the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC West. They were one yard shy last year. The Ford, I believe much more in their quarterback than I do in Jimmy G. I think Kyler Murray is going to be spectacular. But I believe in Russell. Do you know that Russell Wilson has thrown 15 more touchdowns than any other quarterback over the last three seasons? Plus they added Jamal Adams. You ever seen Jamal Adams play? He'll hit anything that moves, and he's a natural leader. They were one yard away from being the one seed last year. I believe they will be the NFC West champion this year. Mark, you're on ESPN Radio. What's on your mind? Well, it kind of dovetails into what you were just talking about the last year. I think the, I honestly think that um, that the Niners are going to be better than, than you think. So my question to you is, real quick, Niners back to the Super Bowl, yes or no? I just heard your caveat that saying they're going to win the West. I'm asking if they go to the Super Bowl. The, the Niners, look, I'm not suggesting the Niners aren't great. They were 10 minutes away from being champs last year, and I was having a little trouble understanding the question, but I think you're asking if I believe the Niners are going to the Super Bowl, and my answer is no. I think they will make the playoffs. I think they... I certainly wouldn't be stunned if they go to the Super Bowl, but they aren't my pick. I think Tampa is better. I think Seattle has a chance to play better. Minnesota? Maybe not. Let's see. Jimmy Garoppolo actually has the best winning percentage of any active quarterback in the NFL, and yet he remains the question mark? We'll see. My answer, my immediate answer is no, which should make you feel good if you're a fan because I'm always wrong. John, you're next. John, what's on your mind? Hey, Greeny, what do you think? Do you think Lamar Jackson was another MVP? Do I think Lamar Jackson will be the MVP again? No. That doesn't mean he won't be brilliant. My pick for MVP this year is Kyler Murray. In Arizona, everything you hear from everybody out there is that he is magnificent. And I just saw a tweet while we were listening to Eric Thomas's motivation that they've got a deal done with DeAndre Hopkins, too, on a long-term extension. So you take Murray, who was already the most accurate thrower of deep balls in the league last year as a rookie, who runs as well as any quarterback in the NFL, with the possible exception of Lamar, and he may not be that far behind him. And you give him the best receiver in the NFL, which is what I think DeAndre Hopkins is. I think Arizona is going to be really good. And I think for the third straight year, a second-year quarterback will be the NFL's MVP. So Lamar Jackson's awesome, and he'll be awesome again. But my pick for MVP this year is Kyler Murray. 
What's on Your Mind is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. Sean, you're next on ESPN Radio. What's on your mind? How you doing, sir? Uh, my question for you is kind of a two-in-one question. So when I sit back and I'm in my car and I listen to the radio analysis, you guys always, you know, are rating top five quarterbacks, top ten quarterbacks. Why is it that I always hear these young quarterbacks get rated, you know, higher than Ben Roethlisberger, who has continuously proved himself year after year, putting up above average stats, you know, with, uh, you know, I understand they do have Antonio Brown as a weapon, but they no longer have him. And he still continues, you know, to put up, uh, you know, above average stats. And I just feel like I, I always hear these younger quarterbacks, you know, who haven't really proven themselves in the league, uh, you know, getting rated above him. And I just don't understand that. And then two, if his elbow remains healthy this year, do, are they a playoff contender with the weapons they have? I picked them to win the AFC North. Sean, I think they win the division. They beat out Baltimore for exactly the reason you're pointing out. Roethlisberger is coming back, and I think I'm, I may be making, I hope I'm not making the mistake of viewing his elbow injury the way pitchers tend to view elbow surgery. But they come back better. Mike Tannenbaum cautioned me against that. He said, that's not the way it's worked with quarterbacks. <clears throat> so the one thing I obviously don't know is how Ben's elbow will impact him. But as far as the respect that he gets or has gotten, Ben Roethlisberger is a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. So that's a lot of respect. You're correct that there are a lot of young, dynamic, exciting quarterbacks in the league. The league is more quarterback-driven than it was when Eli and Ben and Rivers got drafted in 04. And there's all these great young players. But I've got Ben winning that division with Lamar Jackson in it, first-round pick. Baker Mayfield in it, first pick in the draft. Joe Burrow in it, first pick in the draft. I've got Ben winning the division. We'll see if I'm right. I have time for one more. Ryan, you're on ESPN Radio. What's on your mind, Ryan? Hey, good morning. Love the show. Uh, just want to say, want to know, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys? With all the player changes, with all the coach changes, will Prescott and the Cowboys have a great year? You know, I, I'm really glad you asked that. I will give you a little taste of the answer now, but I'm, I'm planning that in my second hour today. I gave some unsolicited advice on Get Up this morning to the Cowboys, to Mike McCarthy, their new head coach. And it is quite simply this. Ride Zeke. I know you're paying the quarterback a lot of money now. And I know everyone's talking about 3,000-yard receivers with Cooper and Gallup and C.D. Lamb. And they may all be great. But you paid Zeke Elliott for a reason. You went down there and got him at Cabo. Because when he plays and he runs, they win. You win. You know why? Because when you throw 3,000-yard receivers, you know what else you have? A lot of three and outs. And your defense winds up on the field a lot in a lot of bad situations. Zeke Elliott is the best thing that could ever happen to the Cowboys' defense. So is the division where the Eagles continue to be banged up like crazy and the Giants in Washington are both a ways away. So, yes, I do think that Dallas has a chance to have an excellent season, and the key is they need to ride Zeke. We'll have much more on them and the rest of the NFL coming up, plus an update on Giannis next. Greeny, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.